Letting my nuts hang unshaven. It's the Going Off Podcast with RC and Muse. Muse, how you doing? Uh, a little saggy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Short, shriveled, and a little to the left. <laughs> you know, n- no one's perfect, RC. <laughs> but no, uh, I'm pretty good. I'm getting over something. I don't know what it is, but that's why we didn't record last week because I was a little under the weather. I might sound a little stuffy this week also. I'm going to apologize in advance if I don't sound amazing, but there's no way we were going to go three weeks uh, without a show. Well, speaking of stuffed, we got one stuffed-ass podcast this week with three. Let me get my belt. Spanking brand new goddamn albums. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for, for us to review. Because last week, before I realized, wow, I sound really shitty, we can't do a show this week, I already reviewed one album that we talked about doing, because I don't want to throw this away, and because we haven't done a show in two weeks, let's give the fine off-goers a stacked show. Yep. They are all three all new hip-hop. rap albums. <laughs> yeah. None of this, oh, let's talk about some 70s stuff uh, from some obscure motherfucker who's doing like super early shoegazer or whatever experimental no. stuff. Yeah, while well, it is fun, but no. you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I want to get all this hip hop shit. Let's, let's fucking talk about it. Let's talk that shit. You know, like if, that has a space too, but I'm like, God damn, let's go. <laughs> it feels like it's been forever. Right? Oh, so, reviewing these, uh, you know, Lincoln Park records, like, well, there's kind of some rap, and I'm like, nah, nah, rap, 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 let's go, gonads, never a dull sucking, and we got three gonads for you today. <laughs> never, unshaven <laughs> <Yeah>. gonads. <laughs> that's the, that's where we should have went. <laughs> the gonads are right there. <laughs> anyway. I want to start with uh, 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 T. Grizzly, if we can. T. Grizzly, I think that makes sense. Feels appropriate. We're stepping into the Golden Corral. You don't know where to go. You know, everything <laughs> looks so good. Where do you go? First thing to the left. <laughs> you know. It's like, hmm. I know the mashed potatoes look pretty good. The meatloaf looks okay. How about that one super shiny sparkly thing over there that Ooh. looks like a weird face, but it's not a face? Oh, what is this apparently? The album cover for half tea, half Beast depicts a photograph of T. Grizzly's $300,000 pendant from Icebox with over 200 carats of diamonds. Exemplifying the album's name, the pendant merges half of T's face with half of a grizzly bear face. Oh. Does oh. it? <laughs> I, I didn't get that. Does it? I, I was just trying to figure out what the face looked like. I was so confused. <laughs> Like, I know T at one point says, hey, my chain's too heavy. I'm going to return it. If I dropped $300,000 on a pendant and it looked like that. Oh, man. T. It's so it, like I'm looking at it now. It looks even mm. weirder. Like it's not split down the middle. It looks it looks like it was like weirdly bisected on like like uh, uh, like a. Uh, Phantom of the Opera mask style, you know? I was gonna say, now that you know what it was supposed to look like, it still doesn't look like that. Yeah. Even knowing what it's supposed to look like, it doesn't help. Because I can kind of see, like, oh, oh, the dreads cut off a little over the halfway, and there's, like, an ear there. Like, I could finally yeah, see that Yeah, you see now. the bare ear. That's this it. whole time, I had no idea what the hell was going on. <laughs> I was like, why is it screaming like that? It reminds me of that album cover you talked about where the person has like a lion face. Was that the Cabanada? Oh my god. Yeah, We're doing it, it again, like guys. 
<laughs> Sorry, folks. We we didn't want to bring that mental image back. Yeah, we're going off on album covers uh, as well this week, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, it's the only one I have an issue with, but I had to make note of that. So, you suggested old T. Yeah. I was not sure who that was, because I've not really listened to T Grizzly before, but I wasn't going to fight you on it. Was this supposed to exemplify, like, oh, this is the two sides of me, or is it just a reference to the chain? I think it's just a reference to the chain. Half of this album is me, you know, just kind of talk about my, oh. you know, talk, talk about my shit, whatever. But the other half is fucking beast mode, you know? Like, this is fucking good meets evil, the fucking heaven and hell, whatever oh, that fucking... Oh, Liddy, oh... <laughs> Do a Liddy fucking uh, Jakai the Motormouth. Oh, it's yeah, heaven God and hell. God versus Satan, yeah. God versus Satan, fucking South Park uh, uh, shit. It's fucking uh, <laughs> Nelly's sweat slash suit. It's, <laughs> it, it's T.I. versus T.I.P. <laughs> T.I.P. <laughs> oh, you can see the different, the bisected uh, uh, personalities. Oh, yes. Yeah, get to know them. So, so. <laughs> I guess I did get to know because I've uh, this is my introduction to the man. I've never heard anything of his before. What were your takeaways to this album? What did you think? I am not going to lie. I'm just going to come out the gate by saying I was a little disappointed. Like I was like, oh man, like because I had heard like um one or two joints from the. Oh yeah, it was the robbery. Okay, so I'm annoyed at this uh, okay. fact. There is a robbery part one and two, and all we get on this is robbery three and i'm like why would you do that and you can't even find the first one online so what we get here is the third part of the story that i just happened to see because i looked it up on uh youtube i was like oh robbery part three is like it was like it was dropping tonight or something like that and then i was like whoa where's part one and two and i had to like go out of my way to find part one and two. like part one had come out like two years ago and part two was like unlisted or something it was like what are they doing why would you not want to promote these things at the same time and the fact that they're so far away from each other is like what is going on here like it's a whole story that they just split up for no reason. This is a mixtape. It's not an official. Oh sure, they're trying to get on their uh, get on their. What was the name of that one group? Uh, EPMD. You know, and they'd have like, oh, Ginny Part One, Ginny Part Two. Like, if you're a real fan and you've been following all the EPs, oh, all the sure. mixtapes, then you know the whole story. I'll just go ahead and say, even without the rest of the story, Robbery Part 3 was the moment on this album where I started to give a shit. Because <laughs> the weakest part of the album up to that point, and people who have been following me for over a decade now might know what I'm about to say. Oh my lord. I, I was Yo. almost about to start the episode going, it's the Kona Because I couldn't believe it. My mouth was agape when I heard three songs in a row that started with, Are you kidding me? Is this a fucking, what's his name? Uh, uh, rip off Trey songs. Uh, uh, great value. Uh, Jason uh, Derulo. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh man, I would one hundred percent say Trey songs is a discount. Jason Derulo, but you know, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to make a song that's like a pastiche, that is like, hey, this kind of sounds like twenty ten, doesn't it? Then you give a phone call <laughs> a to Jr. Rodham or Rodham, <laughs> yeah. and you have him, you know, make you a beat. 
the first three songs in a row sound so fucking dated and the beat is the worst part of each song. It's like, I, I, I seriously... Uh, leave it to JR to produce such a dated ass beat. Then the, then the uh, the second part. Uh, what fucking year is this? JR with another dated beat. Then on loyalty. I'm gonna sound like a broken record if I keep writing the same critiques for every song. But here we go. Yeah. But even without that, um, first track, half T, half beast, your introduction. Solid flow, but kind yeah. of forgettable bars. Right, right. Then, you know, I dig his flow on By Myself also. And it's a little catchier than the first song. Still very forgettable. Yeah. But then by the time we get to Robbery Part 3 and he's telling a fucking story. Right. I was like, my first note for that was, okay, goddamn. Like, where the fuck were you yeah, up right. to this point? That's where he starts really fucking coming with a solid story with loaded fucking verses. Right. So it was like, okay, so you are capable of doing like some shit that keeps your attention. So what the fuck? Like, yeah. Songs I actually ended up giving high ratings besides that were uh, Whoop featuring Baby Grizzly. Oh my God. Baby Grizzly fucking standout. God oh damn. my god, he stole the fucking show. <laughs> god damn, well, what's his name? Vincent, uh, what's his name at the end of that Brockhampton album? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. There's got to be uh, a word for this. <laughs> there's a reason they left him for the end of the albums. Because yeah. if you fucking steal the show that early, the whole time we're going to be asking, where the fuck's Baby? <laughs> when Baby's not around, everyone's asking, where's Baby? <laughs> 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 when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> 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 no hook I really like that one ironically has a hook but okay how about that <laughs> but the standouts have got to be built for it oh my goodness <laughs> hustling mm. and G7 wait which one was G7 G7 was the second to last cut oh yeah but one of the best ones yeah <laughs> fucking hands down Besides that, though, man, everything else is kind of middle of the road. Worst, worst reading I got here was for Oh Yeah. Oh, yeah. I liked Oh Yeah. I liked it in that. I just thought it was so boring. I, I liked it in that this is just the hit song, chill ass, you know, acoustic going for the rap yeah. star feel. But like it fit for me it, like not everything right needs to be like the big hit something can be like oh this is just gonna be the low-key hit and it's like nice and simple like oh yeah oh yeah like i like I, the flow had me oh yeah oh yeah 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 it got me with that hook you know what i'm saying um i'm not gonna lie as much as i hated jr let me say his name right jr on the production on everything else not gonna lie they got me with the axel f man with the bust it all down I was like, God damn it, you got me with the cheap one. <laughs> when it fucking hit the synths in the background on the chorus, I was like, mm, <laughs> was like Okay. Ah, God damn you. <laughs> you got me there for sure. And I also liked Your Grave. I, I thought that one was. Um, uh, that was another low. low rating for me. See, uh, and, and I understand why you feel that way, but it's like when, like when uh, these other songs, honestly, they were like, you know, there was a lot of rapping going on, but it didn't really like give what it was supposed to give in terms of like really putting me in that space. But when he just chilled out and just like kind of just like you know just was on a vibe, you know what I'm saying? Like 
the mood hit for me a lot harder in that way. Um, like I feel like what's his name? Who's the other dude? Uh, uh, Rod Wave, you know, on the on my tombstone when they bury me. When you when it's like the real open wide chill stuff, I think that's where he excels, honestly, on, on a lot of these tracks. So it's like honestly for me, I was like, if he would have just done really intense, like actual storytelling tracks, and then just like a couple of like chill out, just like chill ass joints, like I think this would have been a fucking a smash but unfortunately there's one too many songs where it's just going for you know this one's just a generic like kind of hardcore going thing where like all, a lot of these hooks just felt so like i kept writing about the hooks like i'm just not remembering this hook even as it's happening like if his delivery matched what he was talking about which is my, which was my problem with your grave like i liked what he was saying yeah like you're the only one that's going to your grave like oh okay that's a pretty good sentiment right like it's just the delivery was just like just kind of had me wanting drop a bag I thought was catchy and if it wasn't so explicit could be a radio hit how about uh Lakea on Miltroit Miltroit yeah I thought she was the highlight of the like first really? like six tracks yeah honestly and I think it's I was lukewarm on Lakea like uh, she it wasn't like a knock out of the park but it was like a oh okay you're actually like hitting some like like when she says like uh, if you got tension through that shit uh, I ain't talking about no makeup we got max up in the sprinter heard them folks uh, you with on paperwork that's facts up in the sprinter like I thought that was pretty dope you know like and I call my niggas nerd we keep text around this bitch you know what I'm saying like you know, I, I be putting that shit on. I get dressed around this bitch. Like, I was like, okay, you know, like, I got to give you that one. You know what I mean? Like, it felt consistent enough where I, it, where it felt like I was kind of lacking when it came to um, uh, your boy for this album. In that way where it's like, it felt like he's like detailing stuff, but not in a way that's intricate. But like, there's also not really any like punchlines that hit really hard. So it's just kind of middling for a lot of it. That, that felt really disappointing, you know? What uh, overall rating did you walk away with this? I gave it the three, three out of five. I, I got to hit that Busta, uh, Busta Groove 2 uh, soundboard noise. Oh, no! Because I heard this album, and I was like, man, I thought this was going to at least give me, like, a song to it. And I was like, oh, no! Like, no, 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 please, no! Not a whack joint after whack joint. No, 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 don't do this! I want to shout out hip-hop. I want to, you know what I mean? But I can't act like I'm not, you know, not getting anything from this, you know? I got a three and a half. Mm. Not much better. I think I just liked <laughs> a couple of those songs a bit more. Generous Muse is in the building. <laughs> now, where do we go from here? We got Pusha T and we got Vince Staples. I'm feeling Vince Staples next. I think Pusha T's gotta be the main attraction. <laughs> My cursor was hovering over Vince Staples. I knew. <laughs> so, I feel like we've been... On Vince a couple times? Have we? I, I know we did Vic Mensa, and I always confuse them. <laughs> that ended up being what happened. <laughs> yeah, two-syllable last name. We had overviewed Vince Staples' uh, like self-titled album, right? No. Hmm. Did we review Big Fish Theory? No. What? We have done one? Okay. What did we review of his? Oh, his, like, debut because it was a request? Oh. Oh. That's it. Even without that uh, knowledge or expectation, I went in with uh, with high expectations on this one. And I, I'm going to go ahead and say it, man. I really, really dug this. Okay, okay, you know what? Actually, hold on. I misspoke. I have, I, okay, <laughs> I, I, you know, literally how you are evaluating this right now is how I, I kind of felt like, you know, I dug a lot of this, but it was like, ah, but there was like one too many, just like, 
on. I kind of pulled it back. Like, damn, damn, damn. Just about every song was dope. There are exceptions. We'll get to them. Mm -hmm. But I did end up getting bored towards the end. Yeah, it, 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 like Vince Staples is all about being regular. You're regular, you know, everything regular. And so like, I can't help but feel like that kind of like, like, I feel like that's part of him being like real to himself, you know, but it's like, ah, but I can't help but kind of feel like, give me a little pop, you know what I'm saying? Like on some of these joints, you know, like, but you know, if, if that's his mood, that's his mode. Like I said, I didn't, I wasn't completely taken out of all of it, but there were definitely some lull moments that I can't act like weren't kind of there, you know? What were your favorite cuts? I thought A was a fun hook. I, I love the the hooks on this oh, yeah. album are the exact opposite of the last album. They are yep. all hits, I think, for me. Like, it, yep. it, re it really just comes down to, on whether or not I like the verse. Because, like, the hooks hit most of the time. The beats hit a lot of the time. Like, oh, shit. Uh, just the, if I have one wish, I feel the whole thing. I love it. That hits so hard. <laughs> um... I think with the intro on the beach, which also I thought was a really solid cut. Oh, yeah, into, the short little wrapped intro. Hey, yeah. free the homies. Damn, man. You don't get much better than that one-two punch. No, that was solid. That was definitely solid. Uh, DJ Quick, I was okay on. Again, the hook was fire. Yeah. But, like, you know. Sick beat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Magic, I think, needs to be a fucking hit-ass single. It needs to be a number one on the yes. charts fucking yesterday. Jesus Christ. See, when you come at number nothing, this is magic. Baby, why you leaving on me, baby? This is magic. I, you know, uh, what do you say? Uh, oh, yeah, he says, money in the matches. Love the way I stack it. I can make it rain, blue hundreds. Can you catch it? If somebody come through bluffing, I'm a blast them. And tell the police I don't know what happened. <laughs> 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 oh, it was magic. I don't know. Voila. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The fucking mood on this album, I think, was enough to carry me through some of the weaker moments. I feel that. I feel that, yeah. Just the fucking optimism on Magic. Hands full, <laughs> so I can't hold grudges. Yeah, it's pretty good. Right? Oh um, my god! I like that there was, a, there was some guy talking at the end of the album. Oh, that was DJ it, Mustard. Yeah, and DJ I was like, Mustard. Oh god, okay, I, I actually uh, like DJ Mustard right now. Look at that. Because I, I yeah, like, I like how DJ you really... Mustard. Super catchy beat on this yes. one. Loved it. And chill out with the with the trumpets coming. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, ooh, you had texture, you had a little flavor. And then just the whole speech at the end where he's like, when you come from nothing and you make it into something, I call that luck. But when you come from where we come from, I call that magic. Yeah. I was like, I love that. You know what I mean? Like, I like at the end where he goes, let me know what's magic to you. Yeah. And I just pictured it like it was a YouTube video. Give yeah. your response in the comments. <laughs> Be sure to like what's it. What's magic to you? Like, he's like, Hit get, that bell as well. Yeah, he's like getting off Section 8 welfare. No, it's Rolls Royce's private jets. That's magic. Let me know what's magic to you. <laughs> like, damn. I loved that. I fucking loved magic. And when sparks fly. Okay, and, and I will say, like, the endings, the endings of a lot of these songs, like, put the bow on these tracks in a way that they makes me really go, like, They really do! Dang, even if I didn't kind of like the verses, like, that just illustrated the point so much clearer that, like, I can't, like, oh, shit, like, you really brought it home. Like, ah. Um, yeah. There's multiple times where, like, the song will be like, oh, I'm getting what you're going for, but I don't really feel like the lyrics, like, really hit the point. And then, like, a sample will come in and it'll be like, holy shit, that just put the button on it. That really made Ooh. that for you. Well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, then we got to get to tracks, like, um, 
Well, there's the nameless skit that uh, comes before with, with this kid who's talking about, you know, like, Ugh. oh, man, where he's like, yeah, dude, you know, I think it's wrong, but, you know, it's called survival. You know, you have to eat, you have to pay bills. So, you know, when when you get used to pulling the trigger, it's not, oh, I want to pick up a gun, you know, it's just not ha- hard after a while. And it's just like, oh, it's like kind of semi-gut-wrenching to hear this person just be like, yeah, yeah like, you know, dude, gotta kill people Oof. in order to survive, you know, that's what you gotta do. It's just like, that's that's what I like about Vince here, like, just presenting this cold reality. It's not glorifying it, you know what I'm saying? It's just no. It's not even really like um. It's not even really sensationalizing it, honestly. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just kind of like, yep, this is what it is. And uh, I'm not even really trying to make a grand point about it. I'm just trying to let you know that this is this this is what's regular. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, um, I think again the fucking skit into that fucking made it, and the vocal sample at the end was the fucking bow on the on the box too. 100%. Yeah, the woman who's, like, being interviewed, uh, I think she's a, a, a Latina, and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I had to do this stuff for this guy, and, you know, I thought that he loved me, so I thought that's what I had to do, you know what I'm saying? And, like, and just relating it to the fact that the song is about, like, a gun, right? It's about him from the perspective of the gun, like, I gave you power, but not in that, like, not in the Nas way of, like, I gave you power, what the fuck? It's in that way of, like, hey, man, why are you not, why don't you want to use me, what? Aren't we cool? What is what's going on? <laughs> like, I'm losing faith because you keep stalling. Do we leave a trail? Do we make mistakes? Can't drop uh, on your bail. Can't check on your case. Know that you won't tell. That's why I'm afraid you'll probably never get to see the light of day. I'm ashamed to say I think I hate you now. We should have took him on a chase because I can't save you now. At least give me a chance to try to lay him down. Is he tripping? You forgot that we made these vows. Like it's like sort of like the gun feeling forlorn. <laughs> Yeah. Oh I god, the emotion. <laughs> yeah. The emotion on that one was so fucking strong, dude. Jeez. So that's definitely a, a banger on that one. Um How'd you feel about Lemonade? Oh come on now, Lemonade. Hey, what's that fucking hook, yo? Feeling like ice cold lemonade. No where to go when we in the shade. No where to go when we in the gate. Sometimes life feels bittersweet. <laughs> No, I fucking loved Lemonade. That's why I had to ask. Yeah, yeah. That was my next uh, fucking five, man. Lemonade. Lemonade's strong as hell. Ty Dolla Sign could have been pulled back a little bit when it came to the verses. Like, I didn't need to hear his interjections that didn't, like, add anything. That's how I feel about him all the time, so. <laughs> I feel like he, he does. You can keep him off songs altogether, in my opinion. But he does that all the time. Like, he did that on that Lupe Fiasco song where he, like, interjects in a line. He did it on someone else's song. I think, like, uh, some uh, uh, Taylor Gang Wiz Khalifa song where he just, like, he just feels like he needs to interject. It was like, dude, stop. No one wants you <laughs> dude. Handle the hook. Stop. Get, quit getting in our business. <laughs> Breezy. Uh, quick joint, too. But, like, just that solid-ass fucking hook, man. And then the first... Oh, my God. That's definitely one you need to check out yesterday. Like, for real, for real. Paper cuts. I love the sample. Yeah. But the verses didn't feel as inspired, right? Like... Yeah, I liked the beat and the sample and the chorus. I've got nothing written about the verses yeah didn't he start one of the verses where he's like we don't want to hear that bullshit sharif ain't no love ain't no peace when you broke in these streets and i'm like well, who's sharif <laughs> you didn't establish. yeah what what's happening <laughs> player ways was okay yeah i liked that one again the outro kind of like <laughs> again makes it like the outro clip that they use like makes it hit harder Oh, I think that's the one, yeah, with the sample where it's like, hey, when I was in sixth grade, I was hanging out with these gangster guys, and, you know, I had to do this, and I thought I was in love with them, so, you know, I did it, you know, that's what I'm like, oh, oh, no, I hope you're in a better place, you know, like, 
Yeah. yeah that, that's what I have written down. The lyrics are kind of meh, but the flow is fire, and it all sounds great, that I'm willing to overlook it. Especially got that wonky, trippy beat. Yeah, yeah. There's a few moments on this album that just kind of sound hazy. Like, right. uh, like, it definitely has a mood to it, yeah. Yeah, there was a fucking song early on, which one was it? When Sparks Fly. Mm. It just kind of had this sample just kind of floating oh God, in yeah. the beat. That was so cool. Yeah, I loved that. East Point Prayer, Um, I thought it was okay. I, I thought it kind of lost momentum into, especially getting into verse three, I, I remember feeling like. I liked how it kind of sounded like uh, 100 Gex at the beginning. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, <laughs> um, um, I liked Slide. Mainly, I realized, because the verses were kind of short on this one. But but they kind of did their thing uh, uh, with the verses for slide. But like, it, it, but it was one of those things where it was like, you know, I, I can still appreciate something simple. You know what I mean? It sounds like uh, there's just like a whole bunch of people just out of nowhere just start going slide, slide, slide. And it sounds like someone just like opened up the stu- door to the studio and was like, hey guys, come and sing the chorus, slide, slide, slide. Like, cause it feels so organic. You know the energy. You know what I mean? Hit his lungs if he run. Hit his back if he crawl. Hit his hat. It's like whoa, <laughs> holy <laughs> shit. And, and oh my god. So I. I wrote down is like i love how just how matter of fact he makes the darkness of the reality out here living raps yeah <laughs> like it's not glorifying it at all it's just like i guess yep this is the reality of what rap is yep this is what these songs are all about and this sucks like you know <laughs> and at the end where it almost sounded like gunshots but then it's like oh it's like fireworks yeah, it was like fireworks and it sounded like people on the beach or something like that because you could hear like people like going like ooh ah, and like cheering outdoors i was like oh shit like they brought it back like yeah i like that <laughs> uh i like mama's boy um i'm a mama on the yeah. chorus <laughs> again these hooks are hidden <laughs> yeah <laughs> the fucking chorus on all my motherfucking made it and of course it fucking had to start out with the uh this is from a mama, yeah. from mamas, and the mamas, you mamas, from the baby's mamas, you mamas. Like, oh, if you had to, you had to do it. Um, but like, again, the verses just felt like ever so vague, like illustrative of the surroundings. You know what I mean? But um, but again, the 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 samples and and, and the ending sample, like, oh, it just adds the clarity where you just hear this woman say, like, I'd like to think that had I not had to work two or three jobs, I could have spent a little more time with my son and maybe you couldn't have been a monster. And then you just hear in the background, like, dead homies. And it's just like, oh, fuck. Oh, God. Oh, the dead homies throughout this album. Fuck me. On a dead homies. No matter how much of a good time you're having. Oh, yeah. The fucking dead homies. Always like, it's oh, the yeah. the motif that keeps bringing you back. Like, yeah. The, I'm it not... keeps you grounded. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Fuck. Um, and then it kind of just kind kind of just keeps going. Yeah. What'd you think of Bang That? Eh, that was kind of a fairly basic uh, DJ Mustard beat. Not as good as the earlier one, for sure. Um... That's all I had written down for that. I remember thinking it was catchy, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, I remember writing down the solid hook, but uh, yeah, yeah. And I thought the the spirit of Monster Cody interlude. Oh my god, that was into the best thing, yeah. Rose Street was like, oh man, this song is gonna be fucking fire, and it hyped it up too much because yeah, yeah. Rose Street <laughs> did not follow it. It felt so like, weird. Oh. It, it fucking did the fucking prices right 
uh, yodeler who's going up, no. going up, 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 fell off the side. I was like, oh no. But yeah. I did like that one line though. Uh, she'd be lying to my face, so I hit it from the back. Oh no. <laughs> I was like, oh no. Oh, oh, baby, you hound. <laughs> <laughs> you dog. <laughs> um, but yeah, Spirit of Monster Cody, it, 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 like, the skit was just so, like, arresting that I was like, who is this person? And I thought he sounded like he was related to uh, Tupac Shakur, so I looked it up. And the guy's name, well, originally was Cody Scott, but then he changed it to uh, Sania Shakur, but he's not related to Tupac Shakur. He just happened to be a gangster, um, you know, a mobster who, like, you know, was out there in the streets in like, you know, the 80s, early 90s and like kind of turned his life around to try to, uh, you know, make better of himself when he was like, you know, in the system, kind of like having that moment where like, oh, wow, you know, this institutionalization, realizing what the fuck's going on. So like, yeah, he he published a whole bunch of books. Um, One of them uh, called Struggle Forward New. I think it was like, yeah, like the last one was like the Struggle Forward African Revolutionary writing on nation, class and patriarchy. I was like, holy shit, like this already sounds like some shit, you know. So I'm like, yeah, and I wanted to. uh look up and see i think he like just died recently um yeah last year he was found deceased in a tent in a homeless tent uh in california and they say that it's not of a you know foul play like might have just been natural causes like he just might have you know been homeless and yeah so it's just like fuck man so here's this guy who was like talking about shit actually did meet tupac at one point apparently he met him on like the set of like one video and that was it. Yeah, it was like, but they had a really good conversation, apparently. Um, I think it was on the How Do You Want It video. It's such a weirdly, like, intricate thing of, like, what? Like, I just fell down this rabbit hole of this person. I mean, like, who is this person who's speaking this, like, true shit about, like, the system and how it's made to, like, you're like, no, you were supposed to suffer. So they got fucking pissed off at the fact that I'm, like, still doing shit. <laughs> like, it's like, you were supposed to put you in the box and you were supposed to, like, fail and die, you know? Like, the fact that I'm still here is the resistance in and of itself. I was like, holy shit, I'm invigorated. Um, but yeah, then we get to Rose Street, which I thought was cool, but yeah, it didn't feel like it really fit what was coming before it. Promise you ain't got to stress, it's going to be okay. Okay, I'm lying, living day by day. I did like that though. <laughs> it's just like, but it's like, it's about like, feels like he's just talking to this girl, but about the fact that he's not going to be in love with anybody. So he's like, she says she in love. What's that? Trust, what's that? Us, what's that? Like, I'm married to the gang. Don't be playing games. Only bringing flowers to the homie's grave. Like, you know, it's almost like, it's like, oh, I get you, but why did it have to be in opposition to, like, you know, like, <laughs> fuck these hoes. It's like, can it just be about your bros? Like, yeah. Uh, and then the blues ruins everything. Oh, you don't like the blues? I thought it was a solid outro. That was like pulling teeth. Just the, like repeating shit like 10 fucking times. I was I was not here for that. Well, you know, illustrating the point of like the Iron It Money, uh, maybe, right? You know, minimalism muse. You see what he's trying to music history art nerd over here saying, uh, it's he? not about how it sounded. It's about the point. It's about its functionality. Blah, blah, blah. I get it. This is allowed to sound awful and terrible as long as it has like a message with it because then that automatically means it's good. Uh, <laughs> so fuck your pictures of pretty flowers. I only want uh, 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 pictures of words that are telling me that I need to think more about social issues. <laughs> I mean, you're right. I'm glad we agree. What did you get? I want to I, I know. I got a four. Ooh, I got that four too. Hey, boy! I can't deny it. That right. I'm the strongest fuck. I'm probably gonna buy a copy of it. Yeah, it's like it's like the, the, like there has there are definitely lulls on it, but it's just like 
oh man, but these hooks though, like <laughs> yeah, I need it. One <laughs> wish, I read it whole going <laughs> like damn. Um, and then, like I said, I, I actually like because it, it repeats three different things three different times for like what would be the hook on the last song basically and so it's like the first time he's doing a verse and then it becomes the last line because the money made me numb and then like the on the second verse like oh you know he, he said like uh i keep getting smaller houses but i won't find peace till the lord allows it and you know that becomes the hook like wait till the lord allows it. so like i thought that was like kind of like like the last line becomes the hook for what's happening like i was like oh, okay you know it, it maybe it's not the most flashy way to go out but you know he regular you know what i'm saying so that's what he's doing you know but then we got to move on to the star attraction, the main event. It's Pusha T with It's Almost Dry. It's Almost Dry. It's Almost Dry. Yo, wait. Don't worry. What Does the wetness, <laughs> is that indicate the dopeness? Or, or is the, the dryness that indicates the dopeness having been complete? Because he's saying it's it's in the middle of being dried right now. So so what we're getting is the still dryingness, right? And is that the... The blue crystals are still like you know cooling, you know like. I was gonna say, is is, is dry good? Yeah, or, like, <laughs> I, I don't know actually. Push. Like, oh, you you called us push. We don't. We we're not cooking the crack. You, Sorry. <laughs> you called our number. <laughs> I'm a fake fan. I, I don't know. <laughs> you don't really be in these. You don't really listen to the mixtape songs where he talks about all the intricate ways that he cooks up crack. How the, the specific ways you cook up crack in France. The specific ways that you uh, the that you put on when you're in Italy <laughs> you know <laughs> and you'd think if you listen to a whole Pusha T album you would be well versed <laughs> in the fucking A's the A to Z's of, of cooking crack but no yeah Definitely I honestly no more than don't I know before, but <laughs> let's get into it yeah we gotta talk about this Brambleton <laughs> Brambleton man the fucking beats came through Again. Almighty. We talked on I think it was the last review, I think it was Daytona, where we were a little we were a little eggluster on on your boy. We were kind of being like, mm, it feels like these beats are hitting, it feels like they're too like laid back and too like just fo- just being these like dried out samples and the coke grabs just feel a little a little generic. Let me tell you something. On this one, I don't know if he heard our review. I don't know if he just fucking had the fucking eye of the tiger, but homie. <laughs> He goddamn was slaying on this shit. And again, it's the fucking, yeah, it's Coke Raps. You heard it before. But I can do it cooler than anyone who ever fucking did it, did it. So here we go, bitch. <laughs> like, holy shit, man. I don't I, I, I don't know how you felt about this shit. But I was like, God damn it. He's just doing Coke Raps. And that's all that these are about. But it's still fucking dope. <laughs> like, I can't run. Like, <laughs> RC, I, I got to level with you. I got to come Uh-oh. clean. Uh-oh. Between T Grizzly, Vince Staples, and Pusha T. The Pusha T album got my lowest rating. Oh no! No, 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 please, no. I'm in love with the cocoa. (laughs) (laughs) Baking soda! I got baking soda! Pusha T has baking soda muse! (laughs) Look, I know. I know I'm going to be in the <laughs> minority on this one. Hate of the haters of Hateville. <laughs> I just gotta, I, I, I gotta tell it like it is, man. Tell her how you feel. Tell her how you feel. I, I gotta live my truth. Right. The awkward flows and deliveries I was so distracted by. The fucking chasing, racing, erasing. I was like, what? 
Stop, stop that. I think if you're just not in the mood for this, it's not going to hit you. Because, like, when I was hearing it, it, he came off to me like the fucking, you know, villain cocaine kingpin who's just like... Like, oh, you what the, 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 like, the way he was I, talking. I was fucking sick of that laugh oh, sample. no. You <laughs> drove that into the fucking ground. I thought it was okay at first. I was sick of it by the end. The chasing, racing, that's verse two. Verse three is interviews, have a clue. And I'm just like, hmm. You know, Kendrick Lamar is, like, really big about inflection. I think that's, like, part of his yeah. style. Right? Like, he's rapping the same shit, but it's, you know, you know from track to track there's so much differing inflection and that's how i feel like i would i especially give him more props than i give t grizzly because like yeah on a lot of the t grizzly songs they felt a little low like you know low and keeping my attention because like there wasn't those pops in flow to make you go like "Ooh, where's he going with this i feel like i'm riding a roller coaster of this flow like i think with this i enjoyed it so much and it's like if you can enjoy the the pockets of rhymes he gets to and how he's using the 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 oblong feel of his flow to do it like i think you can enjoy that that's what i think it is you know what i mean i think just about every quote i have is to point out how i didn't like it which is so unfortunate because oh. i know i'm gonna get roasted so bad yeah, but they're gonna be roasting them weenies over you <laughs> i did really like this ver this uh this bit from brambleton the uh we was out in Brambleton after Pooh got hit. Oh, Club yeah. Entourage in that new drop six. Ice that'll snag any new hot bitch. Champagne super soaker screaming, who got, got this? this? I was like, oh, okay, fuck. Right, the fucking Maltese. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for that shit. But then, like, let the smoker shine the coops. And by the way, I, I don't want it to be misconstrued. I don't want my words to be twisted. Uh, love the fucking production oh uh, just about this whole Pharrell goddamn snapped. thing. I'm Pharrell yeah. snapped. <laughs> There's just some things worded weird that I had to write down. He says, uh, if money is the evil root. Yeah. If money is the evil <laughs> oh, yeah, root. It's the root of all evil, but it's the evil root. Root. <laughs> and then he says, you millionaires on just TV. Yeah, like, they, they, they what? Like, like why did you fit, say that? The flow and how he's trying to do it, yeah. Like, I think I'm it was just, just like stuff like that that kept catching my attention and being like, well, that's weird. Why I wish I wouldn't have said that because like yeah. th that ended up standing out more than the good shit, I think, unfortunately. Yeah. With this one, um,. I don't think the hooks were as strong as I feel like Vince uh, Staples were. No. I feel like they knocked it out of the park every single time. Because as much as I like the production on this, like, yeah, let the smokers shine the coops. But I don't remember what the heck else he said. Like, yeah. But yeah, again, the production. Where it's like the production's happening and they're sort of like ding, 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 ding. And then it cuts to the pianos doing the similar thing. Yeah. And it was all just like, oh, come on, this shit clean. Before it goes into the second verse, I was like, oh, no, this fucking is hitting. Um, Dreaming of the past. What'd you feel about that one? That was my lowest rated cut. <gasps> no, 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 please, yep. no. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you yeah. this. Let me tell you yeah. this. Let me tell you this. I love this song. I thought it was clean, wow. popping, and perfect until Kanye comes in. Uh, Mike, way too a pie in the why? mix. Like, oh, my God. Like, he thought he was going to be the fucking Diddy of this album, but every time he shows up, it's just like, 
uh, he's got to be like, look, remember, we're still in business together. See, I, I had to shot this first uh, before the album came out. So, yeah, we're still, yeah, here's the obligated, we're in business, and we're here's the verse. Like, it's just like, what is this? And it's just like every now and then it's just ever so like ominous lyrics about like, yeah, and you know, you need to keep the families together and uh, let me bitch about my, you know, ex-wife some more. Like, it's just like, oh my God, dude, like this isn't the album for that. On Dreaming of the Past, when daddy's not at home, the family's in danger. Oh, God. My God. That's Save almost it. worse than anything he said on his own <laughs> album. Like, oh, God, no. Oh, Jesus. That's far more ominous and menacing than anything he said. That sucks, dude. I hate that. And then, like, later... What song is it? Uh, pushed specifically takes time out of the song. Oh, it's on Rock and Roll featuring Kanye and Kid Cudi, mm. which we'll get to. Yeah. He says, uh, still, still next to Ye in here. Like, is, is that brag worthy, hey, yep, dude? Like, Kid Cudi specifically said, hey, uh, you know that song that I'm on? On the on the Pusha T album with Kanye, yeah, uh, that's the last fucking time I'm working with oh, him. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, just letting y'all know, don't think that because we're featured on that song together that we're cool. We are not cool. Damn. I am not working with his ass ever again. <laughs> yeah. like, oh god damn! Like, no. I, honestly, for me, I feel like Pusha T like he is a businessman. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's yeah. like, We are in business, and this is what I'm doing with this record. I'm the. I think he's like the president of the label, something like that. It's like this is the business yeah. that I'm doing. You know. Like so, I'm like, all right, yeah. Look at Pusha T. Listen to his voice. Listen to his lyrics. You think he's joking about being about this fucking business? He's getting these O's and chopping these Optimos. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? There, there are a couple bars of pushes that I wrote down also that I wasn't too wild about that I was gonna get your take on. Now pass the champagne to the champion. My N words get money, get money, get money. Like yay sampling. Oh yeah, I like that one. <laughs> I was like, hmm. And how he starts I don't know the verse. About that. I like how he starts both the verses where he's like, bruh, you niggas ain't flexing, you cramping. My weight keep niggas on them bikes like Amblin. Like, come on. That was dope. That was dope. <laughs> how about you hollering top five? I only see top, top me. me. <laughs> but the next I line, wasn't feeling that but one. But the next line, just to set it up, to be like, award shows the only way you bitches rob me. <laughs> How did you feel about neck and wrist? I feel like I'm betraying my underground hip hop brother. Oh no. Because <laughs> I was like, oh shit, look at the neck and wrist. Look at the neck and wrist. Uh, I was like, oh no. Oh fuck, I'm very, I know this don't mean shit. I know this is just fucking flexing it. But man, the fucking rhymes, the, the hook isn't even, uh, the hook isn't even all that great. But just the fact that the, like, it was like Pusha T given his, like, oh, the money counter ding is so exciting. Summertime, winter fell, I'm the night king. The Colgate Kilo, the hood need whitening. We fish, fish scale niggas like we Pisces. Like, holy shit. Like, yo. And, and then where it was like, I was like, yo, man, he's really going on some shit. What's going on here? And then I saw Jay-Z. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you had to bring your best because Jay-Z was in the building. Now, not the best verse Jay-Z did. Uh, Bush D did kind of show him up. But, you know, it, it was still. It's, it's funny because I actually quoted that exciting part as like a whack part. Oh, but... no. You didn't 
like the summertime with the fell. I'm the Night King. Like, oh, you wouldn't be able to. I, I think just the so exciting. Yeah. Like the way he fucking. Like, I just was. I was He's annoyed by his own situation on this, man. If you are not happy to be here with Pusha T, <laughs> <laughs> he, he couldn't give a toss. <laughs> But yeah, we just gotta talk about. Uh, oh wait, the way we just he said talk it. about Jay Z for a second. I think it's the way he said it. Yeah, this is the one we fisk. Uh, it was like your bitch in my bubble. Like I'm still typing. She hopped. Uh, she hoping that you let her go like a kite string. I think it's just the enunciation. Oh. If you're not feeling the, because that enunciation and then those aren't bad bars the is the thing. Yeah. It doesn't switch up. So, but like, I, I'm here for the rhymes, and I like, I like how the attitude comes off. I, I appreciate the attitude era of what he's doing right now. <laughs> the attitude era. And Holy then, shit, we got fucking Stone Cold coming through with the, the way, rock. I like the way he ends it. He's like, uh, wonder where this started from. The facts are frightening. Richard Pryor's flame gave birth to pipe dreams. Now we hear. <laughs> Like I, I love you gotta you gotta love his energy. I'm sorry. This is me saying this now, so this review doesn't age horribly. I believe this is an album that if I listen to again a few months from now, I'm probably gonna like it more. I think this is just gonna take a few listens for me. Th- this feels like it might be a slow burner because, like I said, like yeah, you know, if it's just r- raw coke grabs, then oh, I gotta be here for this. And it's like it can be like just hearing that first, and it's like oh, it's just this. But if it's like you're having that moment where it's just like able to relax and like, okay, if it's just this, eh, you, know, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it really is. The, um, your mileage may vary. But I do want to get, um, I do want to get in Jay-Z's lyric real quick. Like they put, they put me on list with these niggas inexplicably. I put your mansions on my wall. Are you shitting me? I blew bird money. Y'all talking Twitter feed. We got different sob stories. Save your soliloquies. Like, I like that. How, I like- how, how did you feel about the bird money twitter feed part i don't know look jay-z's always on his grown man uh you guys are uh, uh, you guys rock molly i rock tom ford or whatever <laughs> he's uh, not on twitter fucking, you don't tweet <laughs> we don't hold money to our head where i'm we, from we hold, whatever the fuck we hold uh car phones from the 90s <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was sitting here and I couldn't tell if that was corny or not. I'm just like, I don't know. But I was sitting I mean, here like, bad, man, Twitter sucks. Like, you know, I was giving it the points. <laughs> they like if Big was alive, Hove wouldn't be in this position. If Big had survived, y'all would have got the commission. The commission. I didn't like that line at all because it was like, you guys would have gotten the commission, which is just the name of like a bunch of the. You know, really good rappers, uh, East Coast rappers at the time that would have come together. It would have been like Biggie Jay-Z or something like that. Yeah, it's like, that's not, that's just like, oh, if you would have known that thing that nobody knew because it didn't happen. Like, that's just like insider knowledge that, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't hit as a line. Like, if it was a good play on words, then it could have worked as like two things. You know what I mean? Like, oh, maybe you get it, maybe you don't. But the fact that it's just like, you would have gotten the commission. It's like, oh, I would have gotten the commission? That that sounds good, I what are you talking about? Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. Is, is that a threat? What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just you remember the first super solid cut of the fucking album. Th- this might be my fucking. Oh, man. And was this the one with the sample? Was like, as you come out to the light. Uh, yeah, with the, it sounded like some shit from the 70s, Ooh. you know? 
was this with did Kanye produce this? Because this kind of sounded like, all right, guys, I'm gonna probably do my, I'm gonna do my sampling Elton John, you know, type of shit. We fight for the bill. You n words still chipping in. You Google to death the shit I get driven in. My boys in the hood is mixed with the menaces. The cane is sugar and cut by Dominicans. Open the box. It's like 10 Christmases. My folks in the box is serving life sentences. I live in the world that never leaves witnesses just so you remember who you dealing with. Like, <laughs> And the way he says it, just so you remember who you dealing with. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Dude, don't fuck with Pusha Testaburger. <laughs> Diet Coke was okay. Diet Coke was okay, yeah. it was. Th- that was what it's like. Well, actually, Kanye does show up. It's weird. Like, on some of these tracks, he does sound like Kanye. And anyway, they're like, what? Was that him? But no, these lyrics are too focused, so that can't be him, you know? <laughs> but then there's just like a line where like, yeah, I remember when this single came out, I didn't like it as much. And th- th- I just didn't like that sample initially of the Fat Joe saying, crack, crack, Like, it's just like, this doesn't fit. This doesn't feel, you know what I mean? This isn't flowing, you know? I did like his intro, though. I thought it was KRS-One when I first heard it, where he's just like, cost of life is the same, but the price changed or something like that. I was like, oh, shit, that is cool. But then it just went into, kri, 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 kri. I was like, what? why are you doing this? Um, but yeah, I, uh, but I do like the hook. Again, it's just the menacing way he does. Like, imaginary players ain't been coached right. Master recipes on the stove lice. The number on this jersey is my quote price. You ordered Diet Coke. That's a joke, right? <laughs> like, it's like, wait, do you know what you're talking about? <laughs> uh, then we got rock and roll with uh, Kanye and King Cudi. <sighs> Man, I wanted to like this more, honestly. Like, legit, when I came into the song, I was like, I, I, and you know me, I'm not a big Kid Cudi fan. <laughs> but when I heard, like, oh, the way it's, like, doing the, like, purposefully gravelly and craggy with the way it sounds, I was just like, hmm. I'm kind of feeling this. I'm, I like the punk rock feel of this, kind of, honestly. And then fucking Kanye. Like, the way Kid Cudi comes in and where he sounds, like, really craggy, like, it fits. It feels like it's like, oh, this is weird, but I see how you're trying to, like, hey, we're doing this, this rock and roll, baby, yeah. And it's like, the fact that it's imperfect is kind of like, eh, we're throwing our nose, like, fuck you, eh, how you wanted to sound perfect then. And then Kanye comes in sounding like he straight up just woke up after like a bender. He's like, yeah, we can money. That motherfucker. <laughs> Still close up, to, way too fucking close up to the mic. I was just like, dude, you are killing me right now. You're killing me, Smalls, with this bullshit. Yes. See, I was on the fence about Kanye's part. I was like, man, I don't really know how I feel about this. But then we fucking got to Kid Cudi. I'm like, wow, this is way worse. Oh, you didn't, you weren't feeling that at all. I, I thought that at least sounded like, if it, it, it sounds contradictory, be like polished craggy, where it was just like, oh, you can tell they're doing that on purpose. But the Kanye just sounded like, ooh, what the fuck? Like, you need to do another take, homie. Like, like this point where like his voice literally sounds like it's out of tone, or he's like, yeah, we get money, you know, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, no, you need to do that again. And I also wasn't a fan of the obligatory chipmunk soul sample uh, that Kanye had to bring to this one. Ah, uh, I can't remember. Plus one, plus oh, one, plus one, plus one, plus one, plus one, plus one. That was it's so two. annoying. Like, no, it's not. It's, it, it's nine. <laughs> you said plus one, yeah. plus one, plus one. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't here for that shit. I did not like yeah, that. No, th- this, this was, what uh, I think, the weakest one for me, honestly. And it was one that I wanted to like more. And it was pissing me off. Yeah, that sucks. Um, I will say, fucking call my bluff, though. Oh, man. Wake your ass up where you rest. On time, like an Amazon truck. 
I can send some niggas right there right now. 1-800-CALL-MY-BLUFF. Dude, the alarming music. You heard those like, this is some fucking hazardous hours over here. You hear like in the background, just like, like, it's just like, what the fuck is going on before the drums kick in? Dude, this shit is so fucking intense. And then uh, how he starts the second verse, because, you know, he's like, 1-800-CALL-MY-BLUFF. And he's like, starts the second verse, calling my bluff. I'm going to answer, hello, service with a smile when I hand out halos. <laughs> like, and then, oh my God, shot clock shotters when I point them, they go. Now everybody asking what happened, they know. <laughs> and Hell just, yeah. <laughs> when you hear in the background, just matter of fact, like, they know. <laughs> like, they oh know. my God, it was so like, damn. I didn't like this one part where it says, we specialize in not getting locked up. Akon, which is already yeah, like, oh, you're doing like a hashtag rap. Oh my god. But then there's a guy that goes, ha, I don't feel I, like they get that. It's like, How would I not get that? Of all of the slick ass references you put on here, Akon. Like, yeah, that one went over my fucking head. What? Uh, talking about features. Oh. Oh. Lil Uzi Vert, Don Tolliver. Oh boy, what? What a prescriptive title. <laughs> I, I think I'm two for two on not being amazed with Don Tolliver. Who is Guest Don Forces. Tolliver? <laughs> I don't know. And I don't remember which album he was on that we also re- re- reviewed like recently. Like Don Tolliver, 42 Doug, all these generic, <laughs> making generic lyrics. But I, I had to quote this. I wasn't a fan of this part. 100 carrots on my neck, my boy. That's 100 bunny rabbits trying to get my boy from the cabbage I cl- I was like, oh. <laughs> Whole verse. Just going, my boy. My boy. It's like, okay, I get it. You're you're trying to be condescending, but this is just annoying. It's like, I'm just saying the same thing. And I forget because I didn't write it down, but I just remembered which song was it where he said where he did a fucking Buzz Lightyear Woody joke? Was Lil Uzi Vert. Okay. Well, you know what? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm off the chain. Don't cut me loose. I'm off the chain. I'm off the noose. Yeah, got him picked off Bentley white like cotton. Residential yeah. so good, my doors don't gotta lock up. It's like, wait, what, why did you? What? No, yeah, I, whoa. Yeah, you run cotton with lock up, but that so didn't fit. Like, why did you do that? <laughs> like, and then, um, wash the dirty money with oxy. I miscount because I'm off the oxy. Like, clever rhyming oxy <laughs> with oxy. Got it. Get that nigga plucked like a boogie. It was kind of funny. I like riches, hit like noogies. How the fuck you ain't scared of no nigga, but you scared to put on your hoodie? Man, my buzz light like Woody. Oh. No. No, no, no. Moving on. (laughs) No way. (laughs) I was like, fucking. Anyway. Uh, I liked the creepy beat on Hear Me Clearly. Hear Me Clearly, yeah, yeah. I, I think that was a little, I remember that one feeling a little short, but, uh, just, yeah. again, the way he's fucking talking his shit, uh, where he's like, uh, stand on my standards, expanded with the Ziploc, even if a nigga number's better, never click hop, never tell a jeweler what you spent for your wristwatch, and we don't fuck bitches who fuck niggas on TikTok. <laughs> 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 again he getting his jay-z uh, grown man on like 
<laughs> you know, but I just love the way he like offhandedly just ended the last part that was just like, see the difference between me and them. I moved to a different drum like EDM. This Coke speaks to my soul like a medium. Fucking comedians. Like, I just love the offhanded way of doing that, you know, like. But I thought the next two, Open Air and Pray For You, fucking one-two punch, goddamn, knock it out of the fucking park. The way he starts it, you're gonna die. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> what, what do you say? 17 mind changers up underneath my seat. Jean-Georges, and he says, he fucking enunciates the shit right, too. Like, Jean-Georges reservations, I'm dying to eat. Then we toast with Sancerre, a sigh of relief. Watch you niggas blow it all just to try to compete. Like, mm. yo. <laughs> <laughs> the way this man is just like, oh, that's cute. You think you can keep up? Yeah, <laughs> and not damn. lose your pockets, that's cute. You know, like, damn. I pray for you with brother malice. Uh, and is it? Malice again? Because wasn't it no malice? It was like, um, you know, change man for the look. Remember the remember on the Donda album? Because I remember oh, this. Yeah. It was like the highlight of the album where it's like, oh my god, you know, Pusha T and No Malice are together again. I remember specifically there was a part where like one of them is rapping and it sounds like they're like moving away from the mic to like you know motion to their brother and give them a hug. Like, yeah, we're back together again. I was like, oh man, this just sounds like really you know heartfelt. You know what I mean? Um, and once now Malice is back. <laughs> Your boy's back. <laughs> the malice is back, indeed. Like, well, what happened? Did he lose his faith after, like, hanging out with Kanye? What happened? Like, it sounded a little bit more cautionary feeling, cautionary tale feeling, but it still sounded like it was digging in there. Like, you know, on the Dondo one, he sounded like, man, I was disgusted with the drug raps I did. You know, like, I, oh, you know, I had the nerve to strike a camera pose. You know, like, that was the, the whole, but now it feels like it's kind of like, hmm, you know, well, we did what we had to do, you know, and I, I ain't going to act like I ain't proud of my achievements, you know? Like, this feels like... <laughs> You know what this feels like? This feels like we were watching this whole story about, like, the villain who's, you know, like, the whole point, and you're thinking, like, oh, man, maybe his his brother is going to talk some sense into him, bring him to the light side. But no, the opposite happened. He brought his brother back to the dark. Oh, no. Uh, like, uh, the eclipse returns on you hoes. Yeah. <laughs> hell have no fury, part two. Back from hell. <laughs> well, let's get to it. Uh. <laughs> Man, well, I'll just say mine. I give this, I give this one a four because I thought it was solid as shit. Okay, so the rating I got was a three. Ooh, uh, boo this man! <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm gonna stick with that because you stick know that's what I fucking got. It's what I got. You know, you don't have I to like I, it. I don't want to fudge it. <laughs> yeah. Now I can honestly see that changing over time. But for now, that's what I got. Like, so, as it initially hit you, yeah. like Yeah, yeah so y'all can direct your hate comments my way. I get it. This I, week. <laughs> I expect it, unfortunately. I, I, I welcome it, because I have it coming. But that about does it for this week's episode of Going Off with RC and Muse. Big, big thanks to everyone who checked us out this week and was patient enough and waited uh, as we didn't have an episode last week. Hope we made it up to you with the extra review this week if there's an album that you would like to request for us to review head on over to our ko-fi that is ko-fi.com slash going off that's g-o-i-n-o-f-f 
And you can request an album that we will get to in the future on an episode. We'll give you our 100% honest opinions on whatever the hell you want us to listen to. That's right. Make sure to follow us on our socials, on our Twitter. We both got our own individual Kofis and Patreons and YouTubes. And all that. And on my uh, Patreon right now, patreon.com slash rapcritic, I'm trying to do the uh, best of uh, 1989 for rap songs. I'm going to do a video for that if we get to the 650 mark. So, you know, hoping folks uh, get with it, act like you want it to, you know, if and if there's uh, interest in it, you know, and, and the number gets up to that 650 mark, then, uh, you know, going forward, I'll do like, oh, best of 1990. Oh, you know, worst of 1989. You know what I'm saying? Just to... Uh, you know, give people incentive to support your boy and uh, have me doing these different projects and, you know, going outside of just doing, like, you know, modern-day song reviews. Because I enjoy doing that, like, looking back and going, like, hey, here's the shit that maybe we forgot from 1990. You know what I mean? Like, get with it, act like you want it. Support your boy at patreon.com slash rapcritic. All you have to do is become a $2 patron, and you can get to see Rap Critic episodes early, plus join the Discord and chat with me and fellow fans as we have movie nights and game nights and all types of uh, fun uh, stuff like that. And if you're fucking with Riffcoms and the Muse Reviews and all that, make sure you are subscribed to Riffcoms. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, that's the channel you're watching it on, so you're already there. If you're not subscribed, uh, change to that. So we're not gonna be recording next week, but we will be back the week after that. So until then, for going off, I'm Muse. And I'm the Rap Critic, and if I had one wish, uh, I'd ask you to join that Patreon. Uh,